0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Lugged All Podcast. This is your host, Elias Rouse. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRouseMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media production. Today, we are discussing the ever so talked about movie, Madam Webb 2024, directed by S.J. Clarkson. Madam Webb is a 2024 American superhero film based on Marvel Comics, featuring the character of the same name, produced by Columbia Pictures and the the Venture Pictures in association with Marvel Entertainment and TSG Entertainment and is distributed by Sony Pictures Releasing. It is the fourth film in the Sony's Spider-Man universe, the SSU, I guess, um, as the first time I'm hearing it being called. The film was directed by S.J. Clarkson from a screenplay she co-wrote with Claire Parker and the writing team of Matt Sasma and Burke Sharpless. Now let's go ahead and talk about the writing team real quick, a lot of people have had a lot to say about their work. Anything from Dracula Untold, The Last Witch Hunter, Gods of Egypt, Power Rangers, Morbius and and, uh, of course, Madam web in 2024. So let's just say their are um, their track records, not the greatest in uh, the movies that people have watched and movies that I have seen. I've seen about half of those and they've just been, you know, uh, kind of mediocre at best. But again, I don't want to go in Head first bashing this movie i will be very self uh i will be uh you know try to be aware about how much hate this movie is getting uh i understand that some people are going at it from several different ways that it's some people are like oh it's too woke oh it has no script oh the acting is terrible oh dakota johnson uh and, and all of her interviews outside of the film have been um, laughable and kind of poking fun at best of this movie. I, I I'm i coming in being aware of all of that. I'm trying to navigate this movie just as best well as I can just grade it as the movie I saw. So I did go back and check out the marketing as well. So I do want to kind of uh, mitigate my um perspective on seeing this film. Now, with saying that, um, you know, Sony has had a mixed track record, mostly more than less, not great with coming um, up with movies such as uh, the Morbius films, the Venom films, uh, both Venom 1 and 2, Morbius just one right now. I don't know if we're going to get a Morbius 2 at the moment, but, um, you know, coming in after those movies sony is um it's mixed at best i would say with their track record um now where does madame webb fall on the line of you know the previous movies that have to do with being in the spider-man realm or world or the ssu whatever they're calling it on here on the wikipedia um do these movies work without spider-man you know spider-man has some of the most interesting characters outside of himself you know with the robes gallery of you know got the Doc Ock, you got the green gab um you've got the you know sandman you know so many of the the classic ones that we've seen in you know all the the Raimi films as well um and of course with having the sony's uh animated spider-verse films come out um the first one being a uh spider-man uh into the spider-verse and then uh uh the second one that came out spider-man uh, uh, across the spider-verse or something like that or um into the spider across spider-verse the last year's one so um both of those movies the animated movies are phenomenal they are um the expectation of what we want the majority of not our only our animated superhero films to be But they've raised the bar on what an actual uh, live action uh, Marvel comic book movie can be as well. And not just Marvel comic book, but also uh, as DC comic books as well. And and comic books outside of that is included. So Sony um, has had a track record of some of the worst and some of the best. I want to acknowledge that, that they have a pretty mixed track record with saying that um of the of the content that they've been uh, providing us so with saying that who is in this movie it stars dakota johnson in the title role alongside sydney sweeney celeste o'connor isabel Merced, uh, tahar rahim and mike epps emma roberts and adam scott the film in the film uh, cassie webb spelled with two b's by the way um played by Johnson, uh, confronts her past while trying to save three young women and their futures from Ezekiel Sims, who's played by Raheem. So let's kind of break this down real quick before we get into the spoiler section. What's going on with this movie? So a lot of people are saying how this movie is bringing us back to the 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 old old days of the old superhero days when we were getting like the 2003 or four daredevils and the. uh And uh, the fantastic fours and oh five. Um, the 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 bad superhero the Catwoman's of of the early 2000s, you know with Halle Berry this people are saying that this movie has is on that level. Is it as bad as saying it's the cats of superhero films? Is it worse than Morbius? Is it worse than Venom one and two? Okay, Um, with saying all that, I think that this movie set out to be and had the potential to be better than all of those films. But somewhere along the way, It just got chopped and screwed in so many ways. I can't even begin to articulate in the ways that everyone would immediately understand besides saying the action scenes, they're dark, they're dingy. It's nothing that you haven't already seen. There is a a time-shifting aspect to it that I kind of don't think is shot all that well. The script on a fundamental level of uh, you know good guys versus bad guys versus what's the motivation for everyone, it is it's flat, it feels like it fails on so many different. um, levels like reasoning of why people are doing certain things is mostly just because the script says so, and I feel bad for the actors that are in this because based off of the the marketing and the way that the film is advertised they're like oh you're going to get Madam webb you're going to get the team up you're going to get everyone that you've been looking for and all of your favorite comics which. Uh, I haven't heard too many people clamming for, but I was familiar of madame webb from the the animated spider spider man spider verse movies, with you know miles morales and all that. Um, and gang, so I that was how I was a little bit interested in madame webb and I had my hopes up for this movie, but like I said it's it's um. It fundamentally feels chopped and screwed it's a bait and switch they're saying we're getting this big team up we're going to get everybody together we're going to do this big thing. And really it feels like a big movie that is advertising for the next movie, and that is kind of a marvel problem. More recently, how the you know oh, we're going to get everyone to do everything everything in the next one, and then you got to wait another couple of years for it to actually happen and then, when it happens. it's usually not nearly as interesting or as intricate as the actual build up well, this was the build up of getting you know got to get the band together get the team together. And i've never seen such a movie just like like point into their air and call their shot and just completely with the ball of what they wanted to do and where they wanted to go and you you know it's the it's the iron man terrence howards and you know looking at the suit at the end of iron man say next time baby it's is is there going to be a next time baby I don't think there's going to be a next time baby because the the fact is this movie um is it feels like a massive commercial for a, another movie that's probably not going to happen now or if it's going to happen it's going to get folded into another one because honestly right off the top of my head i don't have a good way of advertise, or you know i i'm not a script doctor script writer or anything like that so i'm not going to try to fix the script right here but i'm not I, i'm sure there was probably Better ways to incorporate these characters within the spider Spider spider-verse venom morbius universe without having this happen. Um I think they might have solved the success of the animated Spider-Man movies and they were just like, fuck it, we're gonna go for it. I they I think they might have solved the success, the the moderate success of venom and they were like fuck it we're gonna go for it because they thought they had something real hot with morbius releasing it twice in theaters now i mean if we want to just talk about just minor nitpicks about what the main differences are here at least morbius feels more just like a bad complete movie it feels like everything about it was it was on all everyone was thinking in the same direction but what they all turned out to come up whatever came up was just a bad product but everyone seemed to be focused in the same lane madame webb feels like there's too many cooks in the kitchen that feels like sony had big their hands all up in the pies of we need to have product placement here we need to make sure we have these many characters over here we need to make sure this guy has a spider suit over here even though logistically a lot of it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense um it's messy. This this movie feels feels messy, and I don't want to put it at the feet of just one individual or one. Um, I I I don't have a, a one size fits all kind of. This is what the problem is because it feels like a multitude of problems, and so. Um, yeah it from a fundamental script level i feel like there were some massive rewrites they're they're hanging out in the woods for a good chunk of the time uh you know dakota johnson's basically babysitting these these 18 year old characters but they're actually 30 year olds in real life the characters basically feel like they're about five years too old, all of them, with the exception, maybe, okay, so the three main girls, Sydney Sweeney, um, Isabel uh, Mer- Merced, and Celeste O'Connor, all are like supposed to be like 18 year old girls or something like that, I don't have their exact uh, ages they're supposed to be, but they're all pushing like late 20s, or may- late 20s in real life. And so it's hard to believe that they're already like, because they look very, you know, mature in, in, in many ways. And we've seen Sydney Sweeney basically do her entire shindig. She's naked on Euphoria. So it's just like, it's hard to kind of put your head in the mindset of these are supposed to be younger people here. So it's like, I don't, you know, they feel like they should have been, They they would have been great actors in these parts five years ago probably whenever the script was actually written 20 years 10 years ago whatever um but they feel like there's they're like 12 13 years old they're just like immature doing their own thing they don't have to have the the parents watch them or anything like that and so dakota dakota johnson's supposed to be kind of the the madam the, the, the 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 surrogate mother that all of them kind of need and it um it's it it just doesn't come together in in the ways that you needed to uh to make sense and so from you know trying to break it down from you know a non spoiler point of view I feel like that's the kind of the best way is it's just kind of a messy amalgamation of different things happening the best thing I can say about it besides maybe like one or two interesting scenes nothing too crazy but um The best thing I can say about it is they're not going to lose too much money now they've already recouped. uh, $51 million over the first weekend, which is it's okay it's not great, but the good news is that I believe that the budget. On Wikipedia says eighty, but I believe it was about 100 million, which is 80 to 100 million that's not bad at all that's a drop in the bucket in comparison to some of these other movies I mean I think of like uh when Buzz Lightyear bombed at in theaters for Disney that was a 200 million dollar project right there and they just I don't even know if they made that (laughs) their money back at all so I know it's kind of like you know apples to oranges with the animation to not but 80 million dollars tells me that they were really they were aiming lean with this movie and they were hoping it would spawn other films as well which would be uh future films to come I'll I'll talk more in spoilers about that but um and and it's a, only a running time of 116 minutes which if we're under if we're under 2 hours I'm happy I'm happy there I'm recently I've just been give me the story give me out there's no reason for me to like get pounded over the head with metaphors So, yeah, I, uh, the good things, I think the casting's decent, Dakota Johnson is the, the problem with Dakota, Dakota Johnson, so three girls, all of them basically are doing their job kind of being immature, you know, what's going on kind of girls, I think they're, they're fine. Dakota Johnson kind of is acting like she doesn't want to be there in some scenes. Other scenes is just kind of like aimless a little bit. It, and I don't think this is a, a problem with the the act, the acting. I can't, I can't tell if it's... Because I've seen Johnson be great in things. One of my favorite roles of hers was in um, Bad Times at El Royale. And I, I, I've seen like range on... On this actor. So I know she can put the work in. Now, in some scenes, she's like, come on, girls, we got to go. You know, there's an evil Spider Man thing kind of behind us, so let's go in the car. You know, it's very um, it, it aimless in some in some points, which for me, it felt like all of those scenes were reshoots. I could be wrong. I, you know, I don't want to make excuses or anything of a, why things happened a certain way, why they didn't. Um, but I think Johnson could have been great but the script was not giving her anything and on the direction side I the direction felt kind of. Uh, I, I heard the word CW or the word I, I heard the phrase, you know this feels very CW with um, the vibes the action the um, the. Um, the costumes and stuff like that I didn't quite get CW maybe just like a, a spark of CW a little bit and in, in it, but I didn't feel like it was like bashing me over the head because when I think of CW, I think of kind of like young adult and kind of cheap and a little bit overly bright. I I did feel like um, it had a little bit more budget than most CW stuff would have. So, um yeah, where am I at with this movie? I would give this movie, I th- okay, so I saw it was down to on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, that means 13% of the the, uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics would actually recommend it. Would I be part of that 13%? Would I recommend Madam Web? No, I don't think I would recommend Madam Web, but does it deserve 13%? No, I don't think it does. Is it my least favorite movie of the year? It's not as a matter of fact my least favorite movie this year is not this big amalgamation mess it uh it's uh made by one of my favorite directors uh i'll i'll leave it in the um the podcast uh, feed if you're looking for more information about it i'll I'll talk about it in the next uh, aftercast it'll be in probably after cast 38 I believe I want to talk about it's uh, called the book of Clarence it's not really going to be much of a review but I do want to talk about like Jameis Jame, Jameis Samuel um one of my favorite directors sorry this is a little tangent but one of my favorite directors of I think it was 2022 of with the harder they fall of that movie Um, came out with a movie that just slowed the brakes off of everything called The Book of Clarence and it had um, Lakeith Stanfield starring in it and um, that movie actually is a little bit over two hours and it is my least liked movie of 2024 at this moment and which I kind of find interesting because it's less of a mess than Madam webb but i had less of a good time in there so i do want to kind of you know uh be able to have a a different um a perception of just because a movie's bad or just because i wouldn't recommend it doesn't mean like you shouldn't see it or maybe you don't like it or you know i never wanted to, to deter people from seeing a movie you know everyone's got their own uh, subjective kind of uh, uh, opinion towards, you know, art, and um, I would like to hear yours. Let me know what you think about them, Madam Web uh, review. I would give this Madam Web, ah, uh, Madam Web, Madam Web, Madam Webb. sitting at an hour fifty four eighty million. It just, it was so stupid that my girlfriend and I actually had a had a decent time laughing at it. That. I can't hate it, which is why I've got it kind of down there, but, but from it being a, a competent movie it's not really it's not a competent movie it's a it's not a franchise starter it's a franchise killer. Um, to my knowledge because I'm, I'm pretty sure all of these other movies that are possibly going to come out after it are getting. Um, you know, people are stopping <laughs> people are like hold the phone hold the phone we ain't doing it um the only thing that really upsets me is that from the marketing that I saw that I I saw after the film, that it is clearly a bait and switch in many areas of the film. And I'm not happy about that. If you're going to show us one thing and a, a whole bunch of this fun stuff happening, and it's only alluded to in the movie, basically, um, yeah, it's, it's a moderate bait and switch, if, if not, le- if not worse. So, um, yeah, I'd give it a five. I don't know why I'm like really uh, honing on this, but I'd give it a five, uh, five out of 10. And um, yeah, it's it's, it's it's a messy amalgamation, but I think there's a little bit of fun to be had in there. Let's talk about a little bit of behind the scenes before we get into the plot. Sony began development for uh, development on *Madame Web* film for its shared universe by September 2019, with uh, Sazma and Sharpless hired to write the script. And so, 2019—I think that was the following year after the original animated *Spider-Man* came out um, into the Spider-Verse. So they they wanted to clearly get these characters out there. And I do acknowledge that Sony has some sort of uh, fight. I think they are obligated to release a Spider-Man movie. I think one, some sort of Spider-Man property, one one every five years or something so that they keep the rights. So some people are saying this is just like a, a blank list piece of content that they're just getting out there so they can keep the IP. Maybe, maybe not. Um, Clarkson joined as a director in May 2020, making the film her feature film debut, while Johnson was cast in early 2022. This was followed by additional castings in the following months, particularly for the three Spider Women characters. Madame Webb is a suspense thriller, uh, that depicts the titular character's origin story in a standalone universe with an approach that was more grounded and gritty to many previous superheroes films. I don't know about that. Filming began in mid-July 2022 and wrapped up before the end of the year occurring throughout Massachusetts including Boston and New York City. Clarkson and Parker's involvement as writers was revealed in November 2023. Madam Web premiered in premiered at the Regency Village Theater in Westwood, Los Angeles. On February twelfth, twenty twenty-four, I thought it would have been smart. I I honestly thought a February release would have been smart for, um, you know, the kind of Valentine's time. You know, people want to go see movies. People, superheroes have been kind of popular. I mean, I kind of thought it would have done a lot better, but I I don't think the marketing for it did it any favors. As a matter of fact, that's all random-ass marketing that had like, it felt like guerrilla marketing of like uh you know the, being clairvoyant is is kind of is, is part of the movie and so like dakota johnson's like you're gonna like madame webb twice or you're gonna like it like madame webb so much you're gonna see it twice i know it because i can see the future kind of thing and it's like oh god you're you're really stretching your uh mark with that um and then obviously the dakota johnson talking about the the not knowing the three different uh spider no way home and all that calling it the goblet of spiders or something like that i i think she has uh she has fun on the outlets because she's gotten more talk about the outlets than i think than uh you know doing the press tour than i think she's actually done uh had any conversations any meaningful conversations about the movie um and they had that Raven Simone ad that was like because that so Raven can see into the future so it, it it all of it's bad it is all really bad I don't know who's doing the marketing for it, but it was not good um so yeah the uh film was released on February twelfth twenty twenty four and it was released in the United States on February fourteenth the film was panned by critics and has grossed fifty two million worldwide the film is projected to be a box office bomb. So, yes, we talked about the rating, we talked about the time we talked about the, the box office kind of talked about uh, what other people were thinking a little bit about it. Um, I'll be on I'm going to check the threads real quick. Um, so yeah, got a little Dakota Johnson on Fallon. That's that definitely that tracks madame webb from cherry picks a 27 percent score glossy hyperactive jolt of colorfully unvarnished absurdity that can almost be fun if it wasn't so poorly plotted and obnoxiously dumb um yeah that's true someone says uh madame webb is actually a metaphor for depression um i don't disagree with that although it might cause depression as well <laughs> A Hollywood reporter just reported the Madam web flop is wiping out an entire plan for a new movie series as Sony becomes the latest superhero studio in need of a pivot. I mean, is this uh, you know. Is this movie coming at the worst time of most superheroes. Uh, can agree or most superhero properties have been oversaturated possibly now, if it was a good movie which. I'm trying to think of the last good superhero movie probably be Guardians of the Galaxy 3 off the top of my head, which tells us that if you make a really good, unique superhero film, people will turn out and remember it. Um, And I think actually the last uh, animated Spider-Man might've been after the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but yeah, um, people will turn out. Great movies um let's see let's talk about this movie in full spoilers now be sure to check out look at our podcast.com for all of the content you can find us providing we're gonna have this review exclusively live on patreon.com slash look at our podcast for the first um probably a couple months just to get everybody to kind of get acclimated on there we'll have the full review for everyone to check out there everyone else is going to be getting the condensed review on YouTube and every other platform so be sure to check out patreon.com slash look at podcast again you can try you can try you can try you can you, you can try but you can also type in um uh, look at our podcast.com and go to our uh, website and it will take you to the Patreon page as well, so be sure to check out all of the ways that you can support us on uh, PayPal Patreon you know what to do look at our um, On SoundCloud math is thank you for commenting and saying you are enjoying our content and reviews, we appreciate you thoroughly good friend so. Be sure to check out all the other content uh, that we have coming down the pipe. I'm going to post a review of, uh, not a review. I'm going to do a a top 10 of 2023's television shows that we're just wrapping up. It kind of took a little bit of time to get out of the 2023, um, you know, television cycle because a lot of the uh, television shows didn't wrap up till the end of like January or uh, sometimes mid uh february so um i'm gonna go ahead and uh get those out for you as well so be sure to look for that down coming down the pipe what else are we watching right now night country of uh true detective season four really uh entertaining season it's uh, a little rocky for some people from the story standpoint but i still thought it was worth worth a heck of a watch it was a lot of fun going though week to week uh watching all of the the true detective stories um, theorycraft and whatnot, let me know what y'all are looking for this year, I know that I am excited for dune part two coming out, I have some friends that have already seen it and uh, i've heard amazing things about it. Um, action supposed to be, you know, out of this world. We got Chalamet, we got Zendaya showing up in a damn robot suit at the Met Gala or whatever the hell that was, the, the ball gala, whatever the gala. <laughs> one of the galas. And um yeah, I'm just I'm super stoked about it. So, um yeah, be sure to check out the full review for Madam Webb on patreon.com/lookitup podcast. It'll be up there for 3 and uh, for everyone to check out, and yes, it is the video review, so you'll get to see me acting on crazy. Um, uh, but yeah, be sure to check out all the other ways you can support the look It Out podcast. Thank you for listening, watching look It Out podcast. Take it easy, and everyone else, let's hop into the spoiler section of Madam Web.